Hello, it's Julie Story. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. This is the comedic podcast for babes in journey. There's storytelling, there's fun, there's ridiculousness. But on today's episode, there's all the weird things that we all do, but nobody talks about. Plus, um, some moments I need to hear back from you because I feel like, am I alone here in some of these ridiculous things that I do? So stick around. I hope that you enjoy. But first, thank you so much to my sponsors that you're going to hear from right now. Hello. Welcome back. You're here. I'm here. (sighs) Feels so good, doesn't it? (laughs) Two in one week. Wow. What is happening with my life? I'm back here on the podcast, on the YouTube. I want to let you know I'm doing both because I recognize that sometimes we want the visual experience and sometimes we need the audio experience. So you're getting both. And that way, if you're a visual person and you need to see my expression, my eyebrows like raising way high, then you can see that. But if you just want to pop on the audio, you have that too. So I'm excited about today. Today, I'm talking about weird things. I feel like I'm to preface. I feel like to preface everything that I tell you because there's always a backstory, and not only is there always a backstory, but there's always a reason why I do everything that I do. And my husband, my sweet husband, he will <laughs> he will tell you when he sees me doing something. He's learned. He doesn't even question it anymore. And I'll give you a little story about that talking about weird things today because my sister growing up, she would always, she would always tell me, she'd be like, Julie, why are you always doing weird things? And I realized there's a lot of weird things that we all kind of like do. But, um, my husband has gotten so used to this about me that I was preparing to make an outfit out of nothing for a photo shoot that I was doing. And so we went to the store to like get some more supplies. And while we were there, just grabbing a couple other things. And um, he looks down at like what I'd put on the like conveyor belt at the register. And he sees that I had grabbed a package of diapers. Now, a friend of ours had just had a baby. So I was like getting diapers together for them to like give us a gift and to welcome their baby. And my husband looks down at the diapers. He's like, Oh babe, what are you like what what outfit are you gonna make out of diapers? And I looked at him, I was like, Do you seriously think that I am going to make an outfit out of diapers? He's like, You're always doing this stuff. Like, I don't know. So it's just funny, like, but I feel like I'm not the only one. And that's why we're gonna have this conversation because I feel like in this we're I'm gonna out I'm gonna out us all because there's weird things that we're doing that we don't even talk about either. It's like Everybody just kind of like does it and we don't say anything about it. So I'm like, you know what? Forget that. I'm getting my pumpkin spice latte. Here's one of the first weird things. If you are a female and you're used to getting this marvelous display of lipstick on your coffee cup, because I've got my pumpkin spice latte thing here and it's not even a latte. (laughs) It's just, it's just coffee. And let me tell you how unfancy this coffee is. My Keurig coffee machine broke. And in desperation, I like don't have a coffee maker at the house right now. And so I'm like, what am I going to do until I go buy one? And I found out you can actually make coffee in a saute pan. I'm not proud of it. The fact that I need coffee that bad that I'm going to create a makeshift coffee maker out of a pan, but whatever. Um, Weird thing that we do as women 
am I the only one? Maybe this podcast shouldn't be called weird things. Like it should be called, am I alone here? Like it's just, am I the only one that does this? That's probably what I'll call it. Not weird things. <laughs> it can be both, whatever. It's fine. Um, you can see how planned out this is. So I'm drinking this coffee and I've got my lipstick obviously stained on there. It's like a signet. This is like totally on brand for me, but are you that person that tries to line up your lips again with the cup to like drink it? Because I, I feel like I do this without thinking because I'm, but the logic is I don't want to mess up any more of my lipstick. And if I go in a different spot, I might get like lipstick on my cheek. Do you do this? Do you get the lipstick on the cup and then line up your lips and then drink out of the cup? Is that Am, am I the only one that does this kind of a weird thing that nobody talks about? Never heard anybody talk about this. Anyway, that wasn't even something I was going to talk to you about, but I just saw it here because I thought, yeah, I'm this person. Probably the only one. The other thing that I realized is that um, I saw this a little bit. I saw something come up online about this. When you are cooking in your kitchen, do you have a favored like stove circle spot? What is that thing called? <laughs> it's like a stove thing. No, the stove, but like the circle. Do you have a favorite like burner? Okay, it's a burner. Do you have a favorite burner that you put your pan on? Like, cause I have a preference. Now I do have a preference, but this has happened in every home that I've lived in all of the burners won't function as well. And maybe this is why I have a preference than my favored burner. Like, do you have a favored burner? And let me go a step further. Is your favored burner the front right burner? Is that the one? Is that because I'm right-handed? Lefties, is your favorite burner the front left one? nobody talks about this. Nobody talks about the fact that we have a favored burner. That's like a weird thing. The other thing that I was thinking about is I feel like there's a way that we all, we all have a way that we think is the way to like fold towels. For instance, now we're going to take a walk on the memory lane. My mother is a very strong independent, like very independent woman. And, um, growing up, I knew, I knew something. And that was if the towels were not folded to my mother's preference, I might as well just move out. I'm not, it wasn't that dramatic, but it felt that way when I was here. Like the towels had to be folded in the way. And the, I feel like the mother sets the way of the house. <laughs> Maybe that's not true, but it feels that way in this, in this scenario, the way of the towel folding, there is a way to do it. And everybody's way is different. And my mother told me the reason that you have to fold it this way is because the towels will not fit into the closet if they're not folded in this way. And so my mind as a child that didn't process like logically because my brain wasn't developed, my mind said, if I don't fold the towels this way, they literally will not be able to fit. It's like, it'd just be like a bunch of towels just falling out, just falling out of the closet because they will not fit. Why? Like, can't like, and I, and now as a parent, I feel like there is a way. 
there you can't just fold the towels willy-nilly all right you gotta fold the towels the way and i feel like i established the way and it's i feel if, i don't know why i feel like shame about that why do i have towel shame why do i feel shame about so when andre when andre and i were dating and he would come over like he was so sweet because i was a single parent and so I'd be like folding clothes while we're like hanging out or whatever. And he's like, start folding. And I remember, I remember looking over and folding the towels. And I was like, that's not the way. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, no, I'll let me show you. Now I feel like I'm going to have to do a story, an Instagram story of like, this is the way that I learned how to fold towels. Anyway, it's not that serious. Like it shouldn't be that serious. And it's like, it's one of those small issues of life that you're like, this is not that big of a deal until you go and open your cupboard and you're like, this doesn't spark joy. This is a really big deal. We need to reevaluate our life and start folding the towels the way. The other thing that, again, like this is something that we just, I, I didn't realize there was like another way to do this, but the concept of do you does one, does it, does an individual dry off from being in the shower while standing in the shower or does one, like, I feel like this is, this, this whole like podcast, YouTube should be a Buzzfeed like quiz, like which way I need to see a percentage here. How many people dry off in the shower versus dry off out of the shower? And, um, I, I'm, and I feel like this goes, probably a lot of these things go back to childhood. Like I just, it didn't make sense to me to, and maybe it just wasn't coordinated. And you guys know this about me that I'm not coordinated. I'd really try and be, and I fake it a lot, but just opening the towel in the shower to get the towel super wet on the walls just didn't seem logical to me. But what feels more logical is to get out of the shower and drip all over the rug or the towel on the floor that seemed most like that was a habit that I started a long time ago. So I'm trying to reevaluate my life these days. You know that as I try and match up my lipstick perfectly with my coffee. So I need to know what is the consensus here? What is the way that you dry off? Is it in the shower? Is it out of the shower? The other thing that's really interesting to me is um, how much we, we carry over habits and patterns from our childhood. I realized this week, so I'm 32. I realized this week that my mother taught me a way that you unload groceries at the grocery store. And every single time that she went to the grocery store, she would say, you have to unload the groceries and kind of like organize them on the conveyor belt. And the reason she had a reason why, just like I have a reason why. But I realized like this, <laughs> I'm like outing myself so much right now. I like don't even know. I don't even know what you're going to think when I'm about to say this. That's okay. We've already come this far. This is episode 59. So at this point, who cares? I realized that I have this like, it's not anxiety, but like I'm standing in the line at the grocery store and there's like, Maybe there's people behind me and like, I'm not that I stand there trying to organize the conveyor belt, but I realized this week I actually put thought into where the groceries go on the conveyor belt. Am I the only one that does this? I, and I, and I, I actually, I actually said to myself this weekend, no, 
I'm just going to put them up there. I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to like throw them up there. And I don't know if it felt freeing or if it felt like I was like, like going against an internal vow that I had because I was raised differently than that. I don't know what it is, but I feel like this is probably not something most people do. The other thing that is not weird, but like we all have this thing where I feel like when we go to the store, there's always like staple things that we get. I feel like I should just do like a one whole podcast of like, let me unload my crochet. I don't know if you think that would be interesting or not if you just die boredom. But I like actually like to know what people I don't, I don't watch unboxing videos. But if there's like, somebody doing a story of like something they bought, I'm like, let me get sat down. Every kids go in the other room. Like, I want to see what you got. Speaking of that, I went to Five Below today. Do you want to see? I, um, it just happens to be sitting here, ironically. I bought this journal from Five Below. It is um, gold and white. And I, I probably stood, this is probably another weird thing that I do. I probably stood in the journal section for about 15 minutes. And the reason why is because I have a preference on how the journal has to be. And, you know, it. I don't even, I'm not trying to like have a preference, but I have a preference. It's annoying to me when I sit down to write and the pages are like fighting me. Like I want to sit down and feel like the pages are in support of me sitting there writing. Like, I don't want to feel like I have to like be wrestling, like in an infomercial of like the before, you know, like before the, the spaghetti strainer. Like, I don't want to feel that with the journal. I want to feel like I'm opening it up and it lays there. Like I, I want it to lay. I want it to, to just relax. I need it to be chill. And so I had to open like, okay, I opened like every single journal and I laid it out and I'm like, are we going to have an issue? Like, are you going to be in rebellion to your purpose, which is laying still so that I can write out my deepest thoughts and desires? So I landed on this journal and um, it's gold foil, which I feel like is really on brand because everything in my life, there's like 25 things around me that are gold foiled. And then, um, (laughs) then I got these. I'm laughing. These are artist pens and they're the pens that have um, like the, they're like, super small Sharpies. And the reason I'm laughing, and this is why I thought about doing this today and introducing you guys into more weird things about me is because I have a thing about blue pens. I cannot stand blue pens. There's not a blue pen in my home. If a blue pen happens to enter my home, it gets evicted immediately. I don't know what this is, but I have a complete aversion. Like I will go out of my way to not use a blue pen. And I love blue. I just can't stand blue pens. And I think it's because in general, I've used a lot of really terrible blue pens. You know, like, you know, like when you, um, when you're trying to find the one and, um, (laughs) got really serious real fast when you're trying to find the one and, um, you know, you go on a lot of dates and, uh, some of the dates, they're um, terrible. And in the middle of them, you wish that you had made different life choices that led you to that moment. That's how I feel about blue pens. Blue pens are not allowed in my house. And what's funny is that when people learn this about me, it's just a really funny joke to them. 
they will, if I'm like around somebody like, Hey, can I, do you have a pen? They will intentionally go out of their way to give me a blue pen. And as soon as I touch it, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't like them anyway. So I got these artistic pens. Is this a weird thing? Like do other people have pen preferences? This happens all the time in my life. A pen will come into my home and it's a good one. You know that feeling when you find a really good pen and you're like, I'm making a covenant with this pen. Like this, I'm hiding this from the children. I'm putting this in a special pen place. Like I now have this deep emotional connection with the ability of this pen. I didn't know what my life felt like before I found it. And then the loss. Have you ever experienced the loss of like that pen? And you're like, where is that one? Am I the only one this has happened to? I'm, if, if I am, I must sound like I have lost my dang mind. Like, why do I have all this time to think about pens? But I do. When I open the door, I'm like, I'm trying to anticipate, am I going to get to a moment where I walk away from this drawer and sit down and the pen runs out? I think that's where the blue pen issue came up for me is it just happened too many times. Just, it was way too many times that the blue pen failed. So I'm like, this is done. We're over. I, I can't do this anymore. So not only do black pens, but I got these pens specifically to go with my journal because I like a really smooth pen. And I'm that person that my brain works so quickly. I know you're surprised by that. My brain works so quickly that my hand can't keep up. And so my, you know, they say on, you know, memes and stuff online that if you're up really messing in writing, you're a genius. Also, if your house is a mess, you're also a genius. Or you have two kids that are still learning to grow on responsibility. One of those two things. But in any case, I like a really smooth pen. And so I went out of my way. So my question to you is, how do I, like, what is your strategy? What is your mom's strategy when you find the pen, when you find the super sharp scissors? This is another thing. We have to go here. My mother was left-handed. Yeah, she is left-handed still. Uh, she was left-handed growing up. She still is left-handed, ironically. She had super special left-handed scissors. Now, I don't know if you're a righty and you've ever tried to use left-handed scissors. It hurts like heck. It's not comfortable because it's not made for a righty. So, she, but her left-handed scissors were always so sharp. They were always the best ones because she wasn't using them to like cut cardboard boxes and do all the things that like little kids are doing, like cut Barbie hair. She wasn't like dulling them by doing ridiculous things. So she would always hide her lefty scissors because, and she still does this, not with the lefty scissors, but she has like special hair brushes or like special like things. She hides them because... She knows, even now she knows, if she leaves the good stuff out, she'll never find it. So my question to you is like, I need you to tell me, what are your top like three mom hiding spots? I've seen going around online, like when you have sweet treats, you put it in like the, um, like the broccoli, I don't know, the broccoli bag? No, that's see-through, that's dumb. Um, you put it in like, uh, I don't know, like the, just like the gross, what are like, I can't think of anything gross right now. Just like my, my mind is just going to like frozen Brussels sprouts because that's what's in my fr freezer right now. But hiding the sweet stuff in there, I need to know where I, where I need to hide these, these pens because no matter what, they always seem to find it. And what's interesting is like, I will go in our daughter's room to like help her clean. Sometimes I help her Marie Kondo her room and I'll like open her drawer and I'm like, 
oh my gosh, there's my hoop earrings. Oh my gosh, there's all of our scissors. Whoa, I didn't realize like we had a million dollars in your drawer. Like what? She and I, she's like a squirrel. There's now a rule. There is a rule and you're welcome for this. Moms that have 12 year old daughters that are creative. You can take this rule and make it your own. The rule in our house for her is that she is not allowed to put away bags that are, <laughs> I never thought when I was like becoming a parent, I'd make up these crazy rules. This needs to be another podcast, crazy rules you make for your kids. Um, she's not allowed to put a bag away in her room without unpacking the bag because what started to happen was she's a squirrel. And so she's like, we're going to go to the grocery store. I need to go ahead and put a 10,000 things in this bag and bring it and like wheel the suitcase into the grocery store just in case I need something just like an adult female does with her big bag. So she would do that. And then she'd come home and just put the bag in her closet. And like, I can't tell you my times. Like I opened her closet and it's just like, there's food and just like small animals living. And I'm like, girl, what is this? And then, and then Half of her clothes would be gone. She's like, mom, we have to go to the store and go shopping. I'm like, where are all your t-shirts? She's like, I don't know. I go in her room and there's like just suitcases and just stuff. And I'm like, you cannot, you are not. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not put away a bag that is packed because you are taking belongings and losing them in these bags. It's like every bag of hers is just Narnia. You just fall in there and you're just like, I don't know what I'm going to find in here. There's just like a ton of stuff. <sighs> and then, the, and then what the greatest part about this is, is that even though they have like 10,000 jillion things that they want to bring and they convince you everywhere they go, they're so good. They just look at you with their big blueberry eyes or big brownie eyes. And they're just like, mom, I promise you, I will carry all of this stuff that I have to bring. They're just that dramatic about you. I have to bring all of these toys. And they just, just whisper and glee and just pixie dust and glitter falls off of them while they're trying to convince you. They have to bring all of these toys. Or for your boys, they're like, I do need this big Nerf gun and this water gun that I have to bring. And they look at you and they're like, I promise I will carry it. And about three seconds after you're wherever you're going, they're like, I cannot. This is too much. The weight of responsibility on my life is I, it is too much. I cannot. And then as a parent, you're like, okay, I hear you. And I want to help you. And so you you just put it in there. So going back to the grocery store thing, there are things I feel like that we buy every time we're at the grocery store. And it is, I, I need to know, like, what are your three things? My three things that I always buy, it's got to be skinny popcorn. I go through a bag of skinny popcorn faster than I want to admit to you. Um, I It's it's bad. I There's very little self-control but I really try. Uh, the other thing I always get is cheese. I tried to be a vegan and that lasted for about 30 seconds because cheese is life. Another thing is like any of the ingredients to buy coffee. Like, and I feel like I'm, I'm always at the stage in coffee where this is another thing we don't talk about. The coffee and the shampoo and conditioner run out at different times. So like the supplies to make coffee, you've got your stevia, you've got your creamer, you've got your coffee because 
I'm not drinking black coffee over here. I actually want my coffee to taste like ice cream, not tar. So I have to add to make it appealing. And then all of those ingredients run out like at different speeds. So at some point, I'm either out of coffee, like, oh, I've talked to you about this before. It's really annoying. The other thing is the shampoo and conditioner. It, they never run out at the same time. And you're always like standing there just about to like do what you need to do. And you're like, Ugh. and also, um, I know if I'm the only person, but I never seem to remove the empty containers of shampoo and conditioner like from the shower. For some reason, this area in my life lacked um, support or just uh, care. One of those things that would teach me, hey, if you run out while you're like in there, just go ahead and grab it and go and like throw it away. No, it's like it is a shampoo and conditioner graveyard at any given point in my shower. I'm not proud to admit that. But it's, it's just something that happens. And I, every time that I'm like gathering like 12 bottles of stuff and I'm like, why does this happen? Like what, what's going wrong in my life that this is something that continues to happen? So I please, I, I need to know, am I alone here in any of these things? Send me something like I don't a carrier pigeon message that just says, Julie, I hear you. Please know I identify with you in these things. And, um, you know, I got to get back to sit in my coffee with exactly matching my lipstick. So much love. Thank you for being here. And please tell me about your weird things. And I will talk to you again soon. And probably have more weird things. Like maybe I should just do like every single episode, like a mini weird thing where I'm like, oh, by the way, I thought of this. Like, you know, whatever it is. I'll think of something else. Okay, much love. And goodbye. Okay, no, really, it is goodbye. Okay, all right, bye.